Welcome to Code Talk, the podcast where we discuss building code and its impacts on residents and business owners in Fairfax County. Land Development Services ensures that all new building-related construction in Fairfax County meets the life, safety, and health standards of all applicable codes, such as the Virginia Uniform Statewide Building and County Ordinances. One of the divisions within Land Development Services is the Building Division. Now, to give us more insight on the Building Division, we have Brian Foley with us today. He's not only the director of the Building Division, but he's also the county's building official. And I am so honored to have Brian uh, here with us today. And I asked him before we started, why didn't we lead off with you, man? You're you're you're, you're important, dude. You're the building official for Fairfax County. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Been been there. Been on the job for well three and a half years already. It's wow. Amazing to Time think flies. We're having yeah. fun. Yeah. That's right. Building official. What what does that mean? What what does that title actually mean? Well, each the state code requires that each jurisdiction in the count in the state have uh, sort of a point person that mm. is responsible for responsible for new construction within the county. Okay. And I just happen to be that guy. Okay. <laughs> you're you're the one. Hey, who can we get to be the that's building right. official? That's yeah. right. Is that that's in addition to or I guess it's just part of the role of being the director of the building division or Yeah, obviously as being a, a division director within land development services, I have a lot of other other responsibilities. Right. Uh, being a strategic leader. Right. Uh, Personnel, doing personnel matters, budgeting, you know, man, yeah. every day-to-day management, but also being the person that sets the tone, uh, ensures that we we do everything code compliant. We, yeah. we do everything that we need, we can do to make right, sure that right, construction is right. code compliant. I think a lot of folks understand, you know, duties of a of a director of any type of agency, division, business, or whatever. Um, specifically some of the duties, though, for the, the building official? I know you're just more than a point of contact person. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, if there's an opinion that needs to be uh, waged on a uh, on a particular gray area of the code, oh, um, okay. they need someone that can be educated and be able to, to give an opinion on whether we go in one way or another. And okay. I have a team of people, any successful leader has a team of people that supports them. And I've got an amazing team that does that. And so when a, an opinion for a, a modification of the code okay. comes to my, comes to me, it comes with a lot of research and background. And it's usually easy for me to make, to, mm. to make an opinion. I also have a very big structural background. And oh, okay. I've, uh, I'm still sort of a point person that people ask me questions about mm-hmm. how to brace for horizontal load, like wind, things like that. They come to me for my opinion. And gotcha. some, some folks come for, for how to design a beam or something, right, some right. stuff like that. Okay. So, yeah. so, so this opinion that the building official mm-hmm. issues, right. what, what does that mean? Is that like, a, uh, is that just like, okay, take it or leave it? Is there weight? Is it enforceable? I mean, what does that? Great question. Uh, it is the final, the final opinion of Fairfax County, but anyone that gets an opinion that is not to their liking have a means to appeal my, okay. my decision. Okay. And that's uh, where we have a local board of building code appeals. Okay. And then if the person doesn't like how that board has ruled, and sometimes we don't like the way that board has ruled, right. uh, we can make an appeal to the state technical review board, which meets a monthly in Richmond, and they hear, they hear uh, the same sort of appeals 
that make their way from throughout the state. Okay. So there's definitely means with which for all of us to have a fair say. Right. Uh, I try to, as the building official, I try to be as flexible as possible so that whatever new construction doesn't meet the letter of the code <clears throat> might meet the spirit and the intent of the code. Okay. Okay. How, how often are these opinions rendered? I mean, is it like something every day, every week? Is it more monthly, quarterly, or is it really just kind of depend on the on the season? Well, you, you, you have that right. It could be de- depend on the season, particularly if we're very busy with construction or the design. A lot of times it happens pre-construction when they're in the design oh, okay. phase. They gotcha. want to use an element or a material or method that's not, uh, that, that's not specifically approved in the code. They ask for my opinion or, or, and our decision. And uh, we will see, I'd say right now with the construction the way we're going, maybe two or three a week. Wow. Wow. That's more than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Let's move away from the building official for a moment. Let's talk okay. about the, the building division. Building Division of Land Development Services. Mm-hmm. Um, no, don't want to necessarily ask you about your mission statement. I don't want to put it that way, but I, I'll dummy it down for me. Building Division. What, what do you What do you do? What What is it that the Building Division? Well, does? you actually at the preamble to this podcast, you said that we that, that we in our you, you spelled out our mission. We ensure code compliant construction. We do it from both two different angles, actually three. We have uh, permit technicians that are the frontline staff that take the take take the uh, permit application in and ensure that it's processed uh, in accordance with the code. The code okay. actually spells out how we are to administer the code within our jurisdiction. Okay. It's, it's pretty okay. it's pretty pretty straightforward. Right. So we have the permit technicians that do that. When a plan comes in, we have plan review staff that ensures right. what they see on paper meets the meets the code. Okay. And then. Then we give the per- we issue the permit, they start construction, and then we have our inspectors that go out to ensure that what is being constructed meets the right, code, right. and they have the plans on site so that they can compare what's being constructed to what's what was approved by our staff in, okay. in the office. Okay. So not only is building division working with residents, contractors, you know, those type of folks, but I'm assuming you're also having to work with other county agencies in, in yeah, this process? Yeah. Uh, our, our customers uh, and people that come to us uh, are, like you said, residents that want to build uh, a, a deck or small addition to what's going on right now at, at uh, Tyson's Corner Center. Capital One and the borough are, are two huge projects. Uh, so we have the, the plethora of, of construction going on. But with other, other agencies, we have some agencies that are actually our customers. Hmm. Uh, we, have, uh, we currently have a lot of, of capital projects. We just have a brand new uh, public safety headquarters, which is right, right, right across right. the street from the building we're sitting in right now. We reviewed that and inspected it. Oh, wow. So there are all sorts of projects going on in the county that the county owns, and okay. we actually re- review sister agencies' plans. Oh, interesting, yeah. Um, and, not, and not just that, but uh, the buildings that are existing in the county um, all have elevators, and you'll see my name and the certificate in most That's elevator right. cars. That's right. Um, and the Fairfax County has a very large contingent of elevators in, our, in their inventory, yeah. and, and we are their, uh, they are our customers. Right. Next time you're in an elevator, just look over and say, hey, I heard that guy on That's the right. podcast. I have lots of friends text <laughs> right. me pictures of the uh, of the certificate. I saw Brian here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Technically saw it. Um, speaking of technology, elevators, equipment, electronics, technology, websites, you know, getting away from paperwork, um, possibility of customers, residents being able to submit some of these plans electronically as, as opposed to 
volume volumes of paper? Yeah, our reliance on paper is slowly, uh, is slowly going down, re- being reduced. We are embarking on a an e plan uh, e plan submission hmm. process. Uh, we're right now um, by invitation only. It's a soft launch for new commercial buildings and for tenant uh, fit out structure, tenant fit out uh, layouts and and new tenants in, in commercial buildings. Hmm. And uh, we'll be launching that first of the year uh, for anyone that wants to submit. Wow. So that is a big change. Yeah. And we are seeing some huge uh, implications to that as we, as we, uh, as we move it forward. Uh, in all my years with the county, which is now over 25, the, the, the changes in technology in the last five years wow. have overrode the previous 20. Wow. It's wow. been amazing. Yeah. And you mentioned beginning of the year. I just want to reiterate in case folks are listening in the archives, we're talking about the beginning of 2019. That's right. It was I'm sure this was not, you know, hey, I think we should do this. Let's flip the switch. I mean, it was kind of an involved process of planning and testing. and. <laughs> yeah, it's a process that goes back probably three years wow. uh, beginning. And it's been it's had its ups and downs as most mm-hmm. uh, tech, technical projects of this magnitude will have. Um, and we are we will hope to expand our, our acceptance of e-plans to all projects within the next year or two with wow. a, a whole new permitting software wow. uh, called the Plus System. And we'll have an integrated uh, plan review module that we will accept and everything from residential to commercial wow. to all sorts of sounds projects awesome. in between. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. huge, huge project. Yeah. Um, talked about during the show, beginning of the show, uh, code, making sure that um, new building-related construction, there's the life safety, the health standards, all these different codes, Virginia Uniform Standards, the county ordinances and all that, Um, many different kind of volumes that that cover the life safety, structural, electrical, plumbing, swimming pools, all that kind of thing. is there ever a conflict between the volumes, and and if so, what what happens at that point? Yeah, there's definitely conflict. Okay, but okay. with that many volumes, we the, the state adopts a, a national code, and the state will put their own changes in it, and then administer it to to the uh, to the jurisdictions within the state. Hmm. So uh, there there are so many different volumes of this national code that is developed on a national level, and then when we go in and edit them even further there are conflicts that are created. Mm-hmm. Not many. You, I'm, I'm surprised at how few there are considering the complexity yeah. of the code. Yeah. So there, there, are, there, there are conflicts within that uh, volume of, of codes. So the building code rules, that is the hierarchy. Hmm. When there's a conflict between state code and local code, state code governs. Right. Okay, the and, it, and like I said, the, there is the way how we administer a building department within a jurisdiction. That's all laid out in, in there. It, hmm. it is a provision within the code oh, on, wow. when there okay. are conflicts. So okay. we, do, we do come across them for okay. sure. Interesting. We talked about this, the electronic, um, um, you know, submission of plans, that type of thing. I don't know if there are other changes or stuff happening in the future that you can talk about the building division, kind of kind of where you see the building division two years, three years, five years from now? Well, we do have a strategic plan. Okay. Uh, so we, d- we definitely are working the plan and we're, we're tweaking it as, as time goes on. But we, uh, we, we want to make the, uh, the customer experience as smooth as possible and try to eliminate as many visits as possible to, uh, to our, our, our office. Back in the day, everyone had to come in no matter where you were in the county. Mm. Uh, now you can you can apply online and even get some of your building permits issued online. 
Um, so we're, we're trying to just continue to further that. Like I said, the, the last five years have been remarkable in the, in the changes that we've seen. So there, there are, are just streamlining processes. And uh, right, right now, one of the greatest things is what we're doing with our elevator program, maintenance and, and for the certificate to be issued used to be a, a laborious process mm-hmm. and now it's being streamlined. So those are one of the things, mm. a few of the things that I'm, I'm really how, proud how, of right now. Yeah, how so? Well, if you are a, uh, a building owner, you can get your certificates online. We used to have to mail them wow. to, to, to the customer. Now it's you, you go on, you download them, and you print them and put them in your elevator. Wow. Sounds efficient. Yeah. Cost saving. <laughs> yep. All the above. Check, That's check, right. check. Um, how do you kind of keep ensuring that this plan review, inspection process, you know, all this kind of stuff, you're continuing with that that customer-friendly and efficient. Mm. I mean, how, how does that kind of keep going? Well, I think that the first thing you need to do is to establish a culture, and that's something that <clears> I, <throat> I, I firmly believe in. And and with that culture is a, is a, a value system. Hmm. And Land Development Services has a series of values, and I take them to heart. And setting a culture that that that, that lives, walks the talk, as they say, mm-hmm, or talks mm-hmm. the talks the talk, talks the talk, walks, uh, walk. talks the walk, whatever it is, uh, we uh, I want to ensure that the culture does that in, in our in our agency, and it starts with with me, and I I want that we hire people that meet our values, mm-hmm. and we hire the people that will will that have that have a customer focus. So our, I think that. Starting there with with staff, right. because once you have once you have a staff that is customer oriented, meet our values, it's it's like magic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know you know um, contractors, folks that work in the trade, they're they're familiar with what to do, where to go, how to access the system. A lot of times, residents that are you know working on that deck or whatever, That's they, right. they don't know things. I mean, I wouldn't know where to start, where to begin. I'm intimidated. <laughs> um, so, having a friendly face or a friendly voice on the phone just really goes a long way to, to put me at ease and kind of help guide me through that process. Yeah, that, that's right. And that only comes with good, a good culture and a good hiring process. Yeah, yeah. Um, where can we learn more about the building division? Online, or telephone number? Where can, where can folks listening right now get some, get some more details, get some more information? Sure. We have probably one of the most robust websites for information on uh, building construction. And that's at fairfaxcounty.gov forward slash building permits. Uh, our telephone number, we have one telephone number for the building division. That's 703-631-5101. And listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you'll learn a lot about building division by listening to this podcast. I also have a blog. Mm. Uh, and you don't have to go to any anything but Google and Google building officials blog. I think I'm the only one in the world. Wow. Uh, I hope. I, I right. still am. I right. was at one point. So we, we I have probably a couple of posts uh, a, a month, or excuse me, a week, uh, where we give trends. We talk about what's news, information. Our codes have just recently been updated from the, ni- the 2012 version to the 2015 version. Mm. So it's uh, there's a lot of information that we need to get out as the code. They overlap for a year. Mm-hmm. So we have a year to just get the word out and get people uh, 
to learn what's new with, yeah. the, with the code. So yeah. my my blog is a great way to do that. So yeah. Google Building Officials okay. blog. Okay, we'll, we'll do that. Well, I w- and I was going to wrap it up there, but you mentioned the, the codes and they're always changing, always evolving. And, you know, several of the past podcasts always talking about, you know, the, the different codes that the guys or gals are, are working in. How, how does that all come together in the building division with all these reviewing the codes, updating the codes, making sure everything is updated and, you know, kind of works together? Well, that's why I said we have a year to do that. <laughs> it's a long process. Right. We uh, do everything. Everyone, everyone that is certified by the state to be an inspector, permit technician, or plan reviewer are required to go to uh, co-change training. And that could be up to 16 hours of training mm-hmm. over, obviously, a course of, of numerous training sessions so that you can learn what's changed in the code that you have expertise in. So a lot of our inspectors have eight certifications, so they have to go to a lot of training. Wow, I have yeah. uh, a number, a number of them as well, so I have to go with a lot of the, a lot of the training. Some of it's offered online. Okay, uh, but we have to, we just have to make sure that our processes um, are updated. We have to go th- through our website, which, like, like I said, we have a yeah, lot of publications. Yeah. We have to make sure that all of them are updated. Wow. So a lot of our, uh, a lot of our customers like that year's grace period. They will not switch over to the new code until they absolutely have right, to. Right. So the last date is September 3rd, 2019. So we'll be very busy that day as people come in for permits on the last day gotcha. of the old code so that they don't have to update their plans right. and their, their process. Well, I think, you know, everybody's alive. You know, if I don't have to do something a day that I can do next week, I'll I'll, I'll put it off. That's right. <laughs> so, That's right. But we, tr- we hope to take a sort of a methodical approach, uh, get the training out there, change our our our, uh, our publications accordingly. And then uh, my blog will have some changes that we see. I'm working on a blog post right now about okay. the Virginia existing building code and one, one big change between the 12 and the 15. So that will be going live here oh, probably today or tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, look for that and uh, listen to the podcast. Maybe we can put your podcast on the blog. That's right. Oh, we always do, every time. <laughs> All right. Um, final word from the building official for Fairfax County. Build safe. Get a permit. There you go. Heard it here, folks. Brian Foley, the director of the building division for Fairfax County, as well as Fairfax County building official. Thank you so much for being on Code Talk. It was a pleasure. Yeah, it was great fun, great fun. Uh, If you want to find out more information on land development services, obviously go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development. To reach the building division, as Brian said, call 703-631-5101 or email ldsbdmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. I always have to make sure I pronounce that one, Ryan. Brian, you might want to work on changing that email or something. Uh, I don't know. LDSBDmail at fairfaxcounty.gov. Brian also mentioned fairfaxcounty.gov slash building permits, which is another good uh, resource there for additional information. Thanks again for listening to the Code Talk podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.